Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and talk about stuff. We got an interesting night tonight. Uh, I don't know why I say interesting, mostly because uh, Shadow Fox is here, and the definition of interesting is something you wouldn't want to put in your mouth, and Shadow Fox is interesting. <laughs> Warrants further study. <laughs> Warrants further study. I think that's how the, how the ending of that conversation went. We're uh, we're joined tonight with a couple of the a couple of the my favorite co-hosts. Uh, not not to say that uh, that I don't love all all the co-hosts here. I just hate myself. But we're joined tonight by Blue Shark. Blue Shark, how you feeling tonight, man? I am. Um, I'm feeling good. Albeit, I'm surprised. I got confused on dates. Ah, that happens to the best of us. Yeah, but but I'm here and um, I'm having happens fun. to the worst of us too. And we're being joined by Shadow Fox tonight. Shadow Fox, we dragged in here. Shadow Fox, how you feeling, man? I I wasn't. Dra- I did this voluntarily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after I force fed you chicken and licked your arm, you did lick my arm. It still smells funny. Yeah, don't worry. That sting will go away in a couple days. It's like venom. oh, oh my god, ladies and gentlemen, this man has a bottle of Fireball. Way to ruin it, jeez! I'm just so offended right now. <laughs> we have we have no liquor in this house. It's either decent stuff or bottom barrel. There's no in between. All right, so now we know what we have to do. We have to get Shadow some really good booze and, and get it to him. I'm down. But since we're on, we're on camera uh, right now, I will be taking a shot with you guys. And we're being joined Sweet. by D from Microbrew Gamers. D, how you feeling, man? Just messing with you guys. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here going, nice. damn it, he's friggin' muted again. God damn it. And we got Zyberblood, Zyber where you at, man? Zyber? Oh. He's not here? Yeah, all right. Well. Uh, where is he? Yeah, maybe he's going to be late. Who knows? We'll join him in like we do every other time somebody's late. Sounds good. So the most important thing out of every single night, what is everybody drinking? So we already know what Shadow Fox is drinking because Blue just completely toppled over top of that. But oh, Shadow yeah. Fox, tell, tell, tell us about what you're drinking. Tell, give us a little bit of info about it. This, this is a, hang on, it's a product of Canada. Um, hey. a, apparently uh, it is 66 proof. It is Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but it's like uh, having a hot tamale, but whiskey. Ah, so how yeah. are you now? Uh, I am completely sober, but I have this, so cheers. Cheers. And D, I saw that can that you're holding right there. What are you drinking, my friend? I'm trying to now, uh, <coughs> I'm trying out a new IPA. It's, um, Lost Sailor from the Berkshire Brewing Company. Uh, so it's a, uh, Indian Pale Ale, and it's got about, what did it say? It was like 5.8%. Yep, 5.8% alcohol by volume. It didn't list the IBV, uh, IBUs. Uh, so I got to look those up, but it's actually pretty good uh, Pretty good IPA. It's pretty smooth. Very nice, very nice. It's crisp. Nice, uh, nice golden amber color. Smells a little citrusy. Tastes a little citrusy. Very nice. Where's the, uh, where's the attack at? Is it right there on the front? Is it on the back end? It's more like mid to back tongue. Very nice, very nice. So you take you taste kind of like the bitterness in the in the citrus like right away, like uh, any true IPA should. Mm-hmm. So Blue Shark, what do you drink with us tonight, man? 
Well, I am actually having um, something that I've had on the show before that uh, that you bought me. It's a Pirate Exo Reserve. Um, so it's a rum. It's an aged rum, of course. Um, but uh, it's got. Uh, I'm drinking it just normal. Um, ice cube, a little a couple water drops in there to open it up. It has a has a nice citrus taste to it. Um, I think right about the beginning and then um kind of has and has like a few sweet notes into it and without water in there you really don't have a bite to it there's it's just smooth all the way down oh yeah no burn or anything and, I, and that's what i love about it yeah pirate is such a a great great rum and it's so good just straight or on the rocks it's god i can't say i can't say too many good things like yeah, I had it once with some juice, and I have to say that that was probably a mistake because I really, I really kind of lost it. It's yeah, uh, you can't mix it. I, I wouldn't mix it with anything. Like I know you talked about mixing it with Coke that one night you first had it, and uh, you lost it entirely. But I think just mixing it with anything except for just a little bit of water and uh, an ice cube, you're just you're just asking for trouble. Yeah, it's just so good. It's just got it's got such a great flavor. It's not a spiced rum, so it doesn't have all that impact, all that super huge flavor that you get from a spiced rum. It's just such a good, good rum, man. It is. Thank you again for getting that for me. Ah, uh, dude, I'm glad you're enjoying it. So, uh, what are you enjoying tonight, Cecil? Well, I'm actually enjoying something that uh, I randomly found. Um, it's by Craft Explorers, uh, and I'm not 100% sure where this is made out of. Oh, it's made out of uh, Vint Hill, Virginia, so that's why I found it. It's a pretty plain-looking bottle, um, but it is a Imperial Stout. It's, it's it's a good size bottle. It's a pint-and-a-half bottle, so it's, it's, it's bigger than your average bottle. Uh, it's 10% by volume, ABV. Um, it has a very... Very nice stouty taste. Um, it's got the, the, the nice, rich, dark color to it. Um, in fact, when I first looked at it, I almost thought it was purple. And then I really looked at it and said, oh, no, no, that's a, that's a dark, deep brown. That's really nice. It's almost like a almost a burgundy, I guess, color, I would say. Very nice. The taste of it is very, very strong, though. It's It's got a solid hit to it. All back end of the mouth, though. I, I can, uh, you know, the corners of your mouth, right in the back by your tongue. That's where all the flavor goes right to. Like, you, yeah, right there, right where, right where Shadow Fox was just sticking his fingers, just all the way in the back of your mouth on the on the sides. All the flavor goes right there. Uh, it's not a bad flavor. I wouldn't say it's a great flavor. This would definitely be something I'd want to eat with, um, and not an overwhelming amount of sushi like I just did, but probably something along the lines of. Something salty, probably pork. Yeah, I think this would go really good with pork, like uh, pork loin, pork chops, stuff like that. Really good flavor, though. Disgusting amount of sushi, really. Now, what are you drinking that out of? Oh, so you saw. So mm-hmm. if, if anybody follows uh, follows me on Facebook or, uh, or Twitter or is in our Discord, you saw my wife's gift to me for Valentine's Day. Adorable. She got me two brandy snifters um and i'm actually i've been i've just i've so got accustomed to drinking 
really good beers, especially the higher ABV ones out of a brandy snifter because it just, you get so much more aroma and everything else to it. So these actually are really cool. They say games, nerds, and alcohol across the front and then a, a GNA in a circular kind of pattern in the back. Um, really cool present. Kind of took me off guard because uh, once I saw him, I was like, yeah, I kind of knew she was getting me brandy snifters because she broke my scotch snifter. And she said she was getting replacements. And then once I opened up, I said, okay, so she got me a couple brandy snifters. I did not expect her to have them uh, laser engraved with GNA on one side and Games, Nerds, and Alcohol on the other. That's, that was a very lovely gift. Very thoughtful. Yeah, that that's an awesome Valentine's Day gift you got there, bud. Yeah, you know what I got her? <laughs> what? Calipers for the back of her car. Okay, so so I'd bid in that car, and that actually might be a more worthwhile gift. Damn, I was going to say dick in a box. You probably did that too. You know, I was going to get her a dick in the box, but then I was afraid my daughter might open it accidentally, so I was like, ugh. Yeah, so uh, that those calipers are... Wait a second, how does he just walk and find it without forewarning? What is it, detachable sticks in the box? Don't open that in the shelf! What, what, yours yeah. isn't? Super glue, dude, no, it is not. <laughs> Uh, that's why you gotta use duct tape. So, next uh, next round here is something that we've been trying to start up right after what we've been drinking called State of Games. What are we doing? What are we playing? How do we feel games are right meow? So let's start off with Shadow, since uh, since once he starts getting too much into him, he's going to be useless. How do you feel about State of Games today? What are you playing? How do you feel things are? So I actually have a, a good point of fact on this. Um, I'm a big fan of single-player games, and recently only a few developers publishers are really pushing out comprehensive single player games so recently i had finished playing through the witcher 3 the wild hunt and all of its dlc and i could actually look it up real quick i have 130 hours in this game damn it does not have any multiplayer component and i didn't leave it sitting there for hours on end so that is pretty much live playing it and that's single playthrough uh, two DLCs, which were part of the Game of the Year edition. One was rated for like 10 hours, one was for 30 hours. And note, I didn't do a 100% completionist. I did like 90% of the missions, but there are still things out there, uh, little bits and points on the map that you go to, items of interest that I didn't even touch just because I felt like I was almost procrastinating to finish the main story than the DLCs itself at 130 hours. And I'm not really seeing... Uh, there's a few developer studios that are still doing it um i know bethesda softworks is pushing out wolfenstein one and two those remakes those are good they're good single player games no multiplayer components but they're still relatively short and i think doom uh the newest release of doom was a good point of fact there as well a good single player campaign the multiplayer was something felt like it was tacked on not really good but i want to see developers moving more towards some more single player stuff as well all right very cool blue shark What's your state of games today? Um, the only problem is is that I'm not playing enough. <laughs> it, it, it's uh, it's it seems to be uh the reoccurring issue is is I'm just not playing enough video games. Um, I've been uh I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go, actually. Um, I've uh I've been playing some solitaire during my poop breaks, and uh, I've played uh. I think this is my second night this week playing um, Monster Hunter World. Um, 
Now, Solitaire is uh, it's still good. Um, it's a fun game. I don't know if you ever played it. There's 52 cards involved, and uh, you have to uh, you know get so many points um, or try to actually like get a good hand to actually complete the game. Um, you should try it, kids. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you can play it without a phone or a computer, too. You just need a deck of cards. Um, I've also, um, the, the Pokemon Go thing's kind of, I'm not happy with it. Um, recently it's, uh, been having an issue with, um, how they've been doing stuff. Um, like, uh, there's a bird in the game that they, um, one of the, it's in one of the newer regions and, uh, all he does, um, is he just spawns everywhere on the map and you have to catch enough to get 400 of these. So essentially you have to catch like 200 or, um, you essentially have to catch, um, a hundred of these guys in order to, um, uh, evolve it into this, um, you know, final form. And, uh, after I did all that work and all that stuff, I got like a small amount of XP for it. And he didn't even really have that much power to him. And I was a little like let down by it. And so I'm kind of thinking about reshelfing that game and wait until I find it interesting again later. Um, cause that worked before. Um, but I've been enjoying monster hunter. Um, I kind of like what shadow, um, was talking about like I like single player games that's where I've spent most of my gaming um I'm not a big player versus player person and um you know when they have like a good story and like you know some fun mechanics to it I'll you know I'll play a single player game for hours um I'm actually got the Witcher on my plate I just haven't spent any time on it in the past two weeks um Monster Hunter World's fun, you know, it's it's got like this single player element to it where I can just go off on my own and do my own stuff or I can play with friends. So that's that's a nice thing. There doesn't seem to be any player versus player elements to it, not that I know of. Um so, I mean, that makes me happy cuz I'm not a huge fan of it. Um the uh the thing that I am kind of interested in is uh, I did a search earlier today is the fact that there's not going to be a lot of games that looks like that are you know that Google's recognizing at least that are coming out this year um, I don't even think it mentioned Detroit becoming human which I thought was weird but um, like the, the next game that I'm interested in seeing even though I won't be able to play it is um, God of War what, what no Kingdom Hearts I mean is that actually going to come out? You know, they've been talking about that for years. Like, it's it's coming out, kids. I mean, until it actually, like, comes out, like, I, I, I'm not going to hold my breath because I've been hearing about this Kingdom Hearts 3 game for years. Well, I think they actually released a trailer that had a 2018 release date on it. We've been talking about it nonstop today. Yeah. We have been. We have been talking about it a bunch and about how quickly we're going to beat it. Yeah, but I mean, it. I mean, they talked about it coming out last year, at the end of it. But last they, year, but they never but released never. a trailer saying, at least not that I remember saying that it was going to be 2017 uh, on it. I don't know. The trailers look like they're far enough in development that at this point, 
unless they shutter the studio, I don't think it's going to fail. It may not be as good as people hope for, but I think they're going to release something at this point. Well, I'd rather them release a good game. Like, I, I mean, if they're gonna re- if they're gonna release anything after all this time, it better be good. Like, let's not release a shit game if it's not ready. But you don't want to pull a Duke Nukem Forever where you take so long to have it in development that when it comes out, everybody was expecting something so incredible and it ends up being a complete flop. Well, I think that's that's the problem is right now people are already expecting something to be incredible because they've been talking about it for years. Yeah, with the technology that they have now, they really can expand it out a lot more than they did for PlayStation. What was it? PlayStation One and Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at this point, the the combat system that was in Kingdom Hearts Two, like it was there, some light improvements to it, but it was a pretty good system back then. I still think it holds up well today. So, really, they should, as long as they focus on the story, I don't foresee there being too much of an issue. Oh, it's Square, man. They've never had an issue getting a story cranked out there. Yeah. Yeah. D, so what's your state of games today, man? Well, lately I've been playing more retro than anything else because I'm getting my uh, my kids into retro gaming. So we've been playing uh, Mario and Duck Hunt. I finally got a CRT, so we've been doing the whole light gun games. Uh, I've been getting in some modded systems. I'm actually going to try my hand at modding an old uh, Neo Geo Pocket Color soon to add a backlight to it. So I'm going to be trying that. So a bunch of retro. I've uh, been working on... For my next review, Dissidia NT on the PS4. It's eh, to be honest with you. It's it's more of a fan service game for Final Fantasy fans. Uh, it's a little shallow, a little convoluted battle system. So, Well, the first and second Dissidia game were, I mean, there wasn't really a ton of content in there. It was really just getting your favorite characters together and beating the shit out of some other yeah. characters. Yeah. Um, I had a little bit higher hopes for this one. I mean, the battle system just seems a little bit clunkier than those um and i did just pick up which i'm gonna crack into the uh and see how it is the remake of secret of mana on the ps4 you gotta tell got me a how physical copy yeah man you yeah i got a physical copy those are actually hard to find yeah I'm, I'm really interested in that one because i loved secret of mana came out just I, around the time of chrono trigger and i just remember the two yep. of those games being back to back which one were you gonna get yeah i still have them um I heard though they took out a few little bits and pieces here and here, like the uh, the cannon service scene, cutscene, and so I've heard that they've kind of cut some things and altered some things. So it'll be interesting to take a look to see what what exactly, and if it's uh, what I'm hearing on, uh, on by some of the other YouTubers, see what it's like. So let's take a quick step back there for a second. You've uh, you've said it before that you were getting into retro doing the light gun game with a CRT. Explain why you need a CRT to do the light gun games. Well, how the uh, light gun games are designed on the old NES and Super NES, along with Sega Master System, Sega Genesis, and so on, is they will not work on a flat screen. Uh, the devices in them just can't detect it and basically are useless. So if you get a light gun game on the NES and play on your flat screen, you're going to think, hey, my light gun's broken. It doesn't work. No, it just only works with a CRT. So for those of you that want to play uh, retro games you know, with the light guns, a CRT is a necessity. Also, because the old technology is built for... Um, 240p, it looks best. The old retro games, the scan lines will look best on that because that's what they were designed for. All right. All right. I can work with that. And me, myself, I have been, um, I have actually been pretty lax this week on gaming. I have done a little light gaming here and there. I got back into Pokemon Go, actually, just as Blue Shark is sliding out of it. I'm jumping back in mostly because I got this 
cute little device that when uh, it's it's an auto catcher or auto whatever thing. It, it's tiny. It's small, but it, it's okay with me. But uh, it looks kind of like a Pokemon version of a Star Trek communicator. It's got a little button on it that when you roam around and all of a sudden you're near a Pokestop, it'll light up. You hit the button and it collects the Pokestop for you. Or you find a, you go by a Pokemon, it'll come up and say, hey, there's a Pokemon. You hit the button, it'll throw a ball at it. And if it catches it, it catches it. If not, it doesn't. It's just kind of a fun little thing to uh, to add into it so you don't have to keep your phone open and keep staring at it. So I've been playing some of that. I've uh, I've actually just been doing a lot of audio editing in the past this past week. So I really haven't had too much of a chance to play too many games. Um my goal is this weekend to jump into some more Borderlands and some Tarkov, mostly because I I don't know if I told, told you about it before, but I was really nervous about uh, the way they were, the game was designed, that they could really slide microtransactions into it super, super easy. Well, and I don't know how much faith you can put into it, because once again, I'm a show-me-don't-tell-me person, but uh, the devs had a whole big like panel thing, and somebody brought up microtransactions, and they said, no, nah, they just they don't fit in the game. You know, it, it's a it's a game where if you die, you lose all of your weapons. So you go and you pay, let's say, ninety nine cents for a tiger print on your AK. Well, let's say you load in and all of a sudden it fritzes out and you get a lag issue and you get kicked out and you join back in and you've been killed. You just spent ninety nine cents on that AK and we can't give it back to you. We can't just give it back to you because you said, "Hey, I got lagged out." So. We're just going to remove that situation altogether. We're just not going to have them, which I thought was kind of cool. So I'm hoping to play some of that this weekend once uh, once things kick in. But other than that, I think games are uh, I think games are still a great great stress reliever. More people should play them, simply because I'd rather people be playing video games than shooting up schools or running into military bases. That is true. Yeah, it's it's a nice way to really decompress and distract you from a lot of stuff. I mean, like TV doesn't distract you. It just your mind still wanders, but doing playing a video game really like pulls in your attention and just takes away whatever shit you've had to deal with for the day. Yeah, and I've even found that when I can't, uh, if I can't play a game, I'll just flick on Twitch or Mixer or something. I'll actually watch somebody play. And I mean, yeah, it's not exactly the same, but. You know, when there's a game that I'm probably not going to play just because of time scale, I'll throw it on there and I'll just be like, oh, crap, that's cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with you there because uh, 130 hours of The Witcher, I think that was done in the past like two, three, four weeks. So it was it was about two, three hours a night. Yeah, and I got to say, you were definitely more mellow because I couldn't imagine you without playing that. Oh, so I have two options at this point: either start a new game or f- or start a new game in The Witcher, which is a continuation. So I can do another 130 hours, and it'd be basically new, or I can find a new game, and I don't really want to find one. I mean, I mean, it, it, since you, you you just said that, but I mean, like, I would suggest Final Fantasy 15. I've had a lot of fun in that game. That game is fun. Uh, Final Fantasy 12, which is one I wanted to play, but. Around the time it came out, it was with a, the switch from uh, standard def TVs to high definition TVs, and standard def doesn't look good on high def. They just re-released it on Steam earlier this month, so I might take a crack at that. And it's like a remastered edition. So, well, Final Fantasy 15 is super friggin' fun, and they're uh, just coming out with it on PC here shortly, and it it plays pretty well on lower resolutions, but. 
I got to say, it's a distinct difference between 1080p and 4K on the benchmark of that game. A very distinct difference. The the trick with Final Fantasy is for me not to go back and like dig out the PS Vita and play like 10 or something because then I won't accomplish anything again. Uh, 10 was a great game, though. 10 was a great game, but I know it like the back of my hand. That was my first Final Fantasy. Nice. Well, now we learned a little something new. So 10 I have like four playthroughs on. I only watched 10. I never actually played it. Um, one of my buddies was playing it, and that was what I would do. I'd go over to his place, and I'd watch him play it. It's a fairly linear game comparatively, but overall, it's it's a great story. Oh, yeah. That's mostly the reason why I watched it. I The combat I was not entertained with, really. It was just mostly the story. The combat only got exciting when he would do like ultimate moves. Yeah. Well, let's be honest here on this, though. Every Final Fantasy game is linear in some fashion, minus the MMOs. Yes. I so I don't have that much experience in Final Fantasy games, but I from what I've seen and experienced, ten is significantly. I, I maybe that might have been the start of like the really straightforward, a little less exploring, more straight line kind of thing. Well, even even the games that came before it on PlayStation One or Nintendo or Super Nintendo. All of them were, were pretty linear. I mean, they had little aspects where you could kind of explore around, but you really were only exploring places you had already been. I mean, nothing compared to, like, Breath of the Wild, where they basically, once you get off that main plateau, they're just like, figure it out. Any direction you want, go. Yep. Yeah, you should check out Skyrim. Oh, I have checked out Skyrim. I've... Over 360 hours in that. Oh, wow. Yeah, there, there's a game that just lets you go. Yeah, I. that's why I had to stop playing Skyrim. Yeah, that game basically starts off and says, hey, a dragon's about to kill you. Okay, it didn't kill you, but it's going to kill everyone else. Okay, you're going to run. Okay, have fun. Yeah, that, that sounds like uh, a good game to get lost in if you want to spend <laughs> 400 hours of your life. I'm looking at it right now. I actually have more than combined 400 hours in Skyrim, and I didn't even like Skyrim the first time. I I tried like three different times to play it, and the third time I'm like, I'm going to play this. Uh, but on the classic edition, it's 357 hours. On the special edition, it's 68. So I have over 400 hours in that game. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Tell me you've completed the game at least at that at that many hours. Yeah, I have a uh, unlock 75 out of 75 achievements. Nice. And the only one that I didn't technically do was all of the um the the what you call it uh the fifteen artifact thingy because my game glitched and I had to load a save file that had it where you just do the last one. But I'm like I did it, but it didn't count it because Skyrim. Oh fuck, that's yeah because Skyrim. Still, I've I've done every single achievement in the classic edition. Very nice. My next question, or my, my next thought, I guess I should say, um, you know, just just talking about playing video games and possibly watching video games, streamers. You guys ever watch anybody on Twitch? Anybody watch anybody on Mixer? You? Oh hell yes. So D, who who do you watch? Who do you who do you who do you who do you patron? I watch a uh, kind of a variety of people. I uh, watch um, Metal Jesus Rocks. Uh, I watch um, Kinsey. Uh, I watch um, Radical Reggie. Uh, a guy called Dreamcast Guy. Um, 
Oh, trying to remember all the names. <laughs> Ever watched Doctor Disrespect? No, I I have not. You know, I never did too. Like I saw the article about him making this big triumphant return to Twitch, and I honestly can't say that I've ever actually watched the guy. There was also I also like to watch uh, Geek Mixology. He's a small YouTube channel that actually does uh, Atari game themed drinks, mixed drinks. Nice. So Last Gamery is a guy out of Australia has uh, the largest game collection and room in the world. Um, Super Pixel Girl, uh, she's pretty cool. And then I watch stuff like you know just oddball things here and there. Uh, Nintendo is a lot of fun. So just uh, just a lot of a lot of smaller YouTube channels. I don't really watch the really large ones except for references to see what they get right. Like I'll watch occasionally I'll see a video of like say. PewDiePie, or I'll take a look at the Logan Paul just to see what's the attraction of the really big channels, and then I realize that I it's not my thing. Okay, I can definitely understand that. Yeah, I also got curious when I watched Logan Paul. It was actually after all the controversy, and I was like, "Is it that bad? Is everybody just being triggered?" Uh, and then I watched what he did, and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> it was that bad." What about you, Shadow? You watch any streamers? Uh, the only one I watch is you. Oh God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, my time does not lend me to. Uh, it, it's either playing the games or I'm out creating my own media. So that's yeah, it's nothing I have time for these days. Oh yeah, because you have uh, you have your own little thing that you do there where you take pictures of, uh, of of things and then you turn them into paintings. Yeah, so instead of watching live streamers, what I watched yesterday, because it was actually a nice day in Richmond, I actually went onto a pipeline, which is, it, it's over the river, and uh, I caught a heron stabbing a fish. That's, uh, that's nothing better Ooh. than watching a herring strap, slash a fish to death. Yeah, I can't wait to see that photo. And here I thought he was directing nugget porn. <laughs> no, 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 I have a picture of it. It's on my website. Actually, it's not on my website. It's on my Twitter. Or not my Twitter of the nugget porn? Good God, I, man. You're going to get banned. The nugget porn and the bird stabbing. That's amazing. You should you should make that. Uh, you should put both of those together and make the uh, make the poster for Sheila. She'll love it. <laughs> I think she will. I mean, she didn't like my exploding Conor photo, but I'll talk about that another time. What about you, Blue Shark? Who do you watch, man? Um, I, I'm kind of on the same, uh, vein as shadow. Like I don't have the time to do this, uh, but I, uh, I used to spend a lot of time actually watching a particular streamer. Um, uh, I wasn't into the whole big streaming thing. Um, I actually used to do the thing where I would, uh, pick a game and I'd go, all right, let's scroll all the way to the bottom of the list. And I'd start watching someone if they were, um, if I enjoyed what they were doing, then I'd continue watching them. If not, I'd move on to the next streamer on the bottom, near the bottom of the list. But, uh, it was, uh, we happy few. I found a guy named Smokaloak. I've mentioned him a few times. Um, uh, I think on the show, um, but, uh, he's, uh, he's actually a big streamer. Um, he does a lot of stuff and, um, you know, he does it full time. So it's kind of his job. But uh, I find his, him to be entertaining. Um, he's got that uh, radio voice that I, I think I've come to the conclusion that if you smoked like a pack a day for so many years, you can actually get 
because you get that really hoarse voice from you know all those cigarettes over the years um and uh you know he's his community is kind of uh they're supportive and they're entertaining of uh, a group to be around one of the interesting things is i i've actually watched him um he was just playing doom and i just was interested in doom so i watched it and uh but someone came in and they started trolling him and um they were you know everyone does it but i mean he this kid was doing it bad and he actually literally stopped and he like looked at the camera and he says hey man i know life sucks for you right now and uh you know you feel the need to do this kind of shit but uh i just want you to know that um if you need someone to talk to man um my messages are open and you're more than welcome to message me and that was something that i thought was uh very commendable to do because not only is this guy entertaining he's also willing to put himself out there to help out people because that's mostly the reason why people do what they do you know trolling is they're just sad lonely people actually yeah i uh watched a video recently and it was a big thing is this guy's now in shape and everything else he's got a blog he does you know he's uh you know youtuber but he started off just trolling the crap out of people and just torment and being it was he was miserable near suicidal and he was like I mean extremely overweight like four hundred pounds and then one day he just had one of those people that just reached out to him and it changed him and he actually uh, works against to help people that you know that are cyberbullying being trolls and try to get people to say hey you have a problem yeah. and get them to actually you know exercise and lose the weight or, or try to basically do the positive you know body image or what do you need to do to get better you know. Because a lot of those people are just miserable. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what really um, made him uh, even more appealing at that point. As actually, that was when he did that. I was like, I'm done. I've watched this guy so many times. He's entertained me, and he's done something like this. And I actually, he's the only person that I sub to. So every month, you know, I send in. Um, well, I have Amazon Prime, so you know, I send him that free sub. But I mean, he gets money from Amazon every month because I continue to support what he does. He's not like some of these people, they kind of have this, like, this big ego, and it's all about the money. At the end of the day, he's, him, it, I mean, yeah, it's his livelihood, but he only does that because over the years, it's proven to be that he can do this enough, and he has enough support that he can do this, and he makes it like a job. He says, like, I get up in the morning, I do my routine, and then I go take a shower, I get dressed, put deodorant on. Like, I'm literally, like, doing this like I'm coming to work right now. Like, I put... He's like, I'm wearing shoes right now. Like, I've got pants on. I've got the shirt on. Like, I've got deodorant and cologne on. Like, I would like I would be going to a job, but all I'm doing is sitting in my room at my desk. And he does... He's very professional about it. And, I, you know, I have respect for him for doing that. That's, that's better than I do. On a telework day where I I roll out of bed 15 minutes before I'd have to get up, put on these pajamas, and I basically sit like this for eight hours. Okay, let's not lie here. You, you're not that professional at work. Like when you physically have to go in. <laughs> I forget deodorant every once in a while, yeah, pretty much like 90% of the time. But What do yeah. you do? <laughs> secret. Yeah. And how can I do it? Yeah, secret squirrel shit. <laughs> I, I fix computers for a living. 
Uh, so do I. T- talking about Twitch streamers and whatnot, do you guys see that uh, Twitch is coming out with a Discord-like service? They actually have already had it out for a bit. Did you guys see I did that? not see that. I saw in, uh, Facebook's trying to hit it, uh, YouTube, but I didn't see the other thing. I, yeah, I saw the, the, the news article you posted. I uh, I briefly skimmed through it, but I also watched the... Excuse me, I watched the video. And um, it looks entertaining. I One of the features that sticks out to me that I kind of like is even when the, the streamer's gone AFK, you can continue the party. Yeah. Like, you can continue to like let's say because I know I've there was one day I was um I was in there and I kind of talk sometimes and most of the time I just kind of lurk and smoke looks uh, stream chat but um when I, something comes up that's like interesting I'll talk about it and I ended up talking to this guy um Hawkland he was on there and he's like he's like yeah I'm, uh, I've just moved uh to um, Florida recently and I was like oh no shit dude like I'm, I'm actually that's where I live and he talked and he was actually he lived pretty close to where I was but of course I was also moving at the time um, but I mean like it, you know it was a great way to continue the conversation and we we talked for a little bit but I mean it would it, it sucks like when he stops streaming it's like well that conversation's over and you know this gives you a way to continue at least that's the way it appears to me is it a way to continue that um, on or to um, kind of watch something together. Like the four of us could go watch one streamer and we can have our own little private conversation while we're doing that. Yeah, I, I thought it was an interesting thing. I don't know if uh, like reading into what they're doing and how they're doing it. I mean, they've got they've got text chat and, and voice chat. I think they've got video chat uh, in that app. Um, Because there's two segments of it. There's like a web version and then there's an app version. And I think the web version you you can pretty much access from anywhere, from your phone, from from anywhere. And it makes it super easy and convenient for you to, you know, as a streamer to just jump on and and keep that that party going with the community. And I don't know, I'm trying to figure out whether Twitch is directly trying to compete against Discord. Because it is kind of tough because I'm in, I'm in, um, uh, gentlemen, Celtic, oh, it was with Lyncher TV. I don't know, I forget what his name is. Celtic Edge now. I uh, changed over to Celtic Edge, and I'm in his Discord. And every now and then, I'll jump in and I'll watch him. And you know, people will be chatting in his, you know, you know, in his feed. And uh, you know, then when he ends, it kind of leaks back over into the Discord. But really, just it's, it's the same thing as you just described. You know, the conversations just kind of stop. They just end kind of abruptly. Um. So I, I don't. The only thing I don't know about is like with Twitch, will it do the same thing? Because you're still going to have that room, you know, that chat room where he's live and he's talking, and they'll still have those segmented rooms that are open twenty four seven. So I'm just kind of, I guess I'm curious on how it's actually going to play its way out. Um, it really seems like it's it's supposed to be a direct competitor to Discord. But I could see how it also really wouldn't apply, you know, because there's a lot of things that Discord can give you that I don't think uh, I don't think Twitch right now can. But I know that Twitch is really trying to expand because they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's a lot of things that are on Twitch now that weren't, you know, before when I first started using Twitch and, and watching. I mean, I can understand why they're doing it. They they have the uh the base there and they want to expand the services out from their one unified service and all that. Uh, but from 
so when you did the 24-hour event, and this is this is my biggest issue with Twitch, and you've mentioned this to me uh, a few times, why we use Mixer for the game nights instead of Twitch. I would like them to see them improve their own services where there's less of a lag, especially if they want to be more community-based. Because if I'm watching you play a game and there's a 15-second lag there, well, you're running into a part and you're asking the audience, what should I do? Or what do you think's going on? I, I get what they're trying to do by expanding it out, where the, the players and the, the community are closer together, but they need to fix some other things as well before it'd be really even a usable service. All that communication there is worthless if there's a big disconnect from what's happening on one end to the other end. Well, I I, I think I heard, I, I never confirmed this, if this was actually true, if this is the reason why they do it. But I know they've always done a lot of competitive gaming, and it's been hosted on Twitch. Like Halo's had their last tournament, they had a show on Twitch where these shoutcasters came on and they talked, and they did the whole, like they were showing the gameplay and the footage and all that stuff. And, you know, cheating in gaming is, you know, dishonorable in my opinion, but I mean, if you don't have that lag, you could literally have someone in your ear talking to you while you're playing this game and be like saying like, Okay, they just showed that they're over here. And bam, you go over there. So I, I think the the reason why it was explained to me is they have that in there was because of competitive gaming. Yeah, but there's a lot of other rules with competitive gaming. Like if you're you're doing competitive gaming, you're already under some pretty heavy scrutiny. It's kind of like when you take a, a test um, online. You got a proctor that looks at you and basically wants you to, you know, wants you to strip search almost so that they can make sure you don't have anything written on you. Before you can take the test. I, and I think maybe the player base should be signing up for the kind of what they're streaming. Somebody like Cecil doing 24-hour streaming, he doesn't need that lag input there. He's not doing any kind of competitive. That's not what he's doing. Uh, but then I think that goes back to community policing You know, the users reporting, hey, this guy's doing competitive first-person shooting. He's using the the lack of delay to look at uh, somebody else and what they're doing and whatnot. But for somebody like Cecil, who does the twenty four hour gaming session for charity, and he's he's at twenty three hours. Hey guys, I'm looking at this. I'm not understanding what's going on. Do you guys have a clue here? And he's trying to outreach to his own community. And you know, he had like ten people watching at this point. It's it's one in the morning or whatever. And we're like, well, you need to go back to where you were standing and stare at it for 20 seconds so we can figure out what the hell you're talking about. I remember that. That's what I'm getting at. You were you were kind of out of it. but So I understand what they're getting at. They're trying to bring in the community closer to the player, but if the player doesn't have the option to remove that lag, I think the service is going to suffer if they want to go this route. Well, that's why I like Mixer, yeah. because Mixer's got the FTL um so you can turn it up and I mean literally I think our last game night we had a second or maybe a second and a half delay. And and that's perfect because we yeah, have like witty we have witty jokes that follow up to that because that's that's what it is. That's a community event. Somebody says something on there, somebody else, oh I have a joke to follow up on that. It doesn't work if the joke's already off the screen and the next one's up there. Yeah. 
So uh, I think there should be an option for the streamer to reduce that lag, if at all possible, if they want to do this more community player orientation thing. Yeah, but another thing is, is like, you know, Mixer's, Mixer was able to do it. Like, why isn't, why hasn't Twitch done it? Like, I mean, is it really like, um, is it like really like changing out a lot of shit that's just like, it just too complicated, too integrated into the current system that if we did this, you know, it would be like rebuilding Twitch from the ground up? You know, I'm not sure because it's weird. When I talk to some streamers and, uh, and I ask him about, hey, how do you guys contend with the delay? Because I've had that, I've had the situation before where I've been like, man, I really gotta, I gotta figure out a way to kill this delay because it's, it's killing the game here. It's just killing, killing the, uh, the, the buzz from it. And uh, I've reached out to other streamers and said, so how do you contend with the delay? And they're like, well, I really don't have that much of a delay. I'm like, really? I've got almost a 15 second delay. I, how, how, how much do you have? They're like, oh, a second, maybe. Like, wow. no way. On Twitch? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, how the hell are you pulling that off? I mean, are you literally right next to the Twitch head HQ? And like, are you sitting right there going, okay, guys, I'm going to start this up? Uh, in the same vein. So what What I think the first time I heard about Twitch was a couple of years back when it was Twitch Plays Pokemon, the original. And that would be a situation where the lag made it suffer. And I think uh, Bloody Sunday was probably a result of that lag in there from the time that it took the command that was input based off what was still on the screen and the trainer like dumped 10 pokemon that day hey i don't mean to uh to break this up here but uh i just got a weird um a weird mp3 sent over my way so uh, uh it was from an unknown um from an unknown source i just i just posted in chat there quick let's uh let's turn this up let's do it quick all right, let's see here. Um, Audacity is running. Is it... Check, check, check. Mary had a little lamb. It's check, Zyber. check, check. What? Oh my God, it is Zyber. I'd recognize that voice. Zyber anywhere. blood. Check. One, two, yeah. three. Oh, dude. Hey, fucking startled me. Oh shit. Hey, dude. What's up? Um, What's not much weird. time for the freaking show starts. Um, Who's he talking to? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Um. I mean, <laughs> you're freaking me out, dude. Staring at me like that. What? You're making me nervous. Is he talking to a cat? I I don't like the way you're looking at me. I don't know. I mean, oh, oh, might have to oh, fall oh, up and try oh, to find oh, that man. Oh, oh. Ooh. Holy shit. What the fuck just happened to him? Yeah, it sounded pretty rough. Oh, sh- well, I'm sure we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll track him down here in, in no time. That was... Well... I'll organize the search party. But let's, uh, we, we actually got a lot of questions that we got to kick into, but there's, uh, well, so we'll kick into that questions. part of it. So let's jump into questions from the audience since, uh, since I know we, we got to jump into some of these, we got to crank through because Damoc dropped a, a metric shit ton in there. That Thank is something you, he would, That is something he would do 100%. Thank you, Damoc. Feast or famine with this guy. The first question actually came from Zyberblood. He dumped it in there a while ago. Um, when the question came up, could each of you send me a badass decal sticker to be added to my booze fridge? No, but seriously, if you could hop in a game world uh, at your leisure, what game would it be? Rules. Any abilities gained or items are unequipped upon re-entry to this world. Another little tidbit of the world, 
of the world, all items are subject to decay rate or drop vanish if part of the world if part of the world and or theft. Hmm. Some multi part question. I didn't realize I was still in college. Right. Um I'd have to say oh I would have loved to have been dropped into the world of uh, Zelda, the Twilight Princess. Um, I had a lot of fun playing that game. Um, I used to think of like alternative characters for that show, or I'm sorry, not for the show, <laughs> for that game, and like how I could incorporate it into the story. And I, and in itself, it was still just a really good story. And I would have loved to have gotten to actually walk around into that kind of a world all right what about you shadow fox oh okay so uh you were actually at dinner with me um so you know this i'm actually a huge astronomy nerd uh so i'm thinking mass effect one specifically before the reaper threat would ruin that entirely but uh a world where you could traverse the entire galaxy pretty easily sounds pretty freaking amazing in my book 100%. Hundred percent. All right. What about you, D? The world of Super Mario Kart. So when I bounce off something, it actually doesn't ruin my fucking vehicle. All right. So you get blue shelled. Would be useful. Yeah. Right now, my Ford has got about well over four thousand dollars worth of damage. Thank you, Ice Patch. Ooh. You were supposed to hold R to drift. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I, I'd love to be in a world where I bounce off the wall and go. <laughs> Spin a little bit and go back on the road. Well, Gran Turismo has the same thing, man. And I, I don't actually blame yeah, you. Yeah, but I, cars. I, I, I'm usually not in first place, so I do want a world where I could blue shell the fuck out of other people. If it makes you feel slightly better, I did recently hit a deer carcass on the road, but luckily my repair bill was about 10% of yours, so. Ah, uh, I got insurance, so it's a it's a small deductible. It's no biggie. Yeah, I paid out of pocket for it, but yeah. Slightly. If you want to see a uh, epic destruction of deer... Talk to Cecil and Gurr. Yep, I think I'm pretty sure we uh, we had that story on here where we zippered that deer open. Yeah, it was. Pretty oh, bad. Cecil! Cecil told me the following day at work, so oh, I yeah. heard about that. He made me feel a lot better about my stupidity. Yeah, yeah, we zippered that thing right open. Man, there's carnage everywhere. But we, but you guys didn't damage your vehicles, which is fucking amazing. Yeah, that, that's the funny part. I mean, well, I mean they were pretty stinky, but I don't know if you call that damage. <laughs> It was pretty damn epic in the and from what I heard the look on the person's face at the car wash. Oh yeah. Yeah. Will this get deer entrails from off the undercarriage of a car? One way to find out. <laughs> I hope it did for my car because I haven't looked underneath it since I washed it. Uh that was such an interesting What game story. world would I go into? I'm not a hundred percent sure. I would uh with those specific rules that he put in there, I uh I'd probably do something I'd probably do something like a, a terrifying game like uh, like Dead Space or uh, which was free recently. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, I probably I probably pick a pick a horror game of some sort as long as I can go in and out of it at my leisure. Like I didn't have to jump in and then complete something to get out of it. But to say, if you want to survive, at least don't pick the uh, <laughs> the Game of Thrones uh, game because you won't survive. Oh no! Yeah, you're dead there. All right, uh, next question is by Damoc. Damoc asks, how come the things that make you happy don't make everyone happy? 
because not everybody likes midget porn. Yeah. I th- actually, I think that's the perfect answer. All right. Nailed that one, Shadow. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Next question. Yeah. Um, another one from Damoc. How many birds do you think you have seen twice? Uh, the evil kind. So random. So, uh, Mr. This, Figs. this might be related to me because I talk about birds a lot. Uh, Probably. Being in a city, they're the only real animals to photograph. But, uh, so I'll go ahead and answer this. I know for a fact there's at least one bird that I have seen multiple times in the wild because we have a, or at least two birds. We have a pair of nesting bald eagles within the city of Richmond that exist on one of the islands. So they're occasionally up and flying around, and they're pretty much the only ones flying around that one certain island. So at least two. All right. I have a couple asshole turkeys that come across my property all the time. They try to get in the house, or if a wife's walking outside, it'll pop out one of the kids' uh, little Fisher-Price outside house things and scare the crap out of her. And they trash our garden because, well, they're dicks. They don't even move when I try to mow the lawn. I'm like, get the fuck out of the way, you asshole. They're belligerent. Belligerent turkeys. I can safely say I've probably seen, I don't know, at least two birds. Because I can only think, actually, no, three. Because my... uh. My niece, or my niece and nephew, they have a have a bird. Fucking, I, I, I love them to death, but that bird, I want to just choke out. You didn't say captive birds. I know of two, and they're great. Well, one of them's kind of a jerk. The other one's Sammy. I love him. He's adorable. I, I know of a captive bird that was a real asshole. <laughs> he, he, I think he was possessed. Did he happen to also say, lick my left nut? Yeah, and if he, and if he finally lets you pet, pet him and be really nice, it's only because he shit all over your crotch. <laughs> yeah. I, I will admit I have been shit on by birds more in the past month than I would like to admit. But have you ever been tricked by an asshole parrot? No. However, I did chase after one that was waddling away on the floor because he didn't want to be on my hand anymore, and I was like, where are you even going to go? You're four inches tall. There's a dog that lives here, too. Get off the floor. Yeah, my uh, small parrot actually um, got out of the cage. Uh, this is when I was younger. Cecil and I were quite a bit younger. And we had a Rottweiler at the time. And I came home and I saw a couple of feathers, open bird cage, and it was like, oh, fuck, bird's dead. So I walk around, see a little trail of destruction, you know, a couple of feathers, you know, poops everywhere. And then I find the damn bird, laughing like a little devilish human. <laughs> Sit, standing on top of the Rottweiler's head with the dog curled in the corner, quivering in fear, whites of its eyes showing, and whining. Oh, and don't forget the piss puddle. And laying in a puddle of its a puddle of its own piss, and I'm like, "The fuck did you do to the dog? This is a full grown Rottweiler." I'm like, "What the fuck?" I put the little son of a bitch back in his cage, and I put locks on him. Like you fucking devil. So, for the record, the first time I I met the the relatively nice one that I'm talking about, so I'd never met this bird in my life, and I've only met a few birds here and there. So they're like, "Well, he's friendly, whatever." So I go up to the cage, I open the door, and the thing flies at me like a bat out of hell and there's like oh god he's gonna murder me and he's only four inches tall lands right in my hand perfectly calm love that bird he's fun to photograph what about you blue shark how many birds do you think you've seen twice um if we're gonna go with domesticated then um one uh, and if we're gonna go with um in the wild i mean i've 
used to see a lot of pigeons every day. Um, I see some osprey back when I lived in Fort Myers. But but how many of those do you think you actually saw twice? The like same the same bird. exact yeah. bird. Oh fuck! Uh, I I don't think <laughs> I don't think I've seen that uh, same osprey twice. Yeah, I've I've seen the same osprey multiple times. Actually, now that I think about it, there's some nesting grounds on some destroyed bridges out here. So, all right. So next question by Damoc: If Buzz Lightyear didn't believe he was a toy, why did he freeze whenever a human would walk by? That's because what you didn't see was uh, what what started the fear of humans. He's Buzz Lightyear. Chick walked by that little buzzing little. Vibrating toy saw something he cannot unsee. <laughs> Christ, give him a wetsuit and a flashlight. I was gonna say for the same reason the kids in the original Jurassic Park don't move when the T Rex is there, but sure, let's go with that one. I don't know, two valid answers. I mean, I think they they kind of forced him to freeze. It's kinda of like monkey see monkey do kind of a thing. True. I just figured it was like post-traumatic stress. He just, you know, he was just uh, like molested by a giant when he was younger, and he just freezes so that hopefully he doesn't get hurt. I mean, uh, you could you could do the fan theory thing, and so at the time that he is released into the room, he is under the impression that he is an astronaut in a foreign place, uh, a new world, for lack of a better term. And everything around him is an alien. So you're a foot high tops. Something wanders in that's four foot tall, so four times your size. What do you do in this alien world? I'm going to use my arm laser. Motherfucker's going to die, <laughs> but slowly. <laughs> a little bit at a time. And that's the last time we saw D. <laughs> and now we know why he didn't get a return from NASA's application. No, there's, there's other reasons. That too. <laughs> All right, next question, also by Damoc. I think we got like five more from him, too. Oh, Jesus. It's like being at work. If the universe is expanding, what is it, what is it expanding into? Nothingness. A super massive giant's anus. How else do you explain the shit nuggets here like the Kardashians there's, and Kanye West? There's, there's, no, there's no end that's a pleasant one. There's either the big freeze or the big crunch. Either one is not pleasant. Well, there's also uh, uh, heat death. Uh, that's the big freeze. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's either we expand indefinitely until there's nothing left but what's attached to our own immediate gravitational field, or we go back together. It's also, And also, you got a question. Are, are we talking about uh, string theory, membrane theory? I mean, you, you can go into a lot of stuff, you know. That's, that is a question that you can run an entire episode off of. I would say we're expanding into a marble. Oh, we're going to go Men in oh, Black? not the Men in Black reference. Uh, yep, he did. I don't even know that he does that, and I still caught that. I mean, it's not like someone brought up the name Ua Bull. Why oh. are you going to bring up Men in Black? Toss bucket. <laughs> really? One episode, guys. I had one episode where we did not mention him. Thou who shall not be named. And the only one you'll get. Well, we had more than that. We had more than that. Not in a row. Oh, not my yeah. fault. Mine. <laughs> All right, next question. Um, does a teacher have the right to give a, give homework to a homeless kid? Wow, that is depressing. Uh, nope. You know what? Life is full full of letdowns, so yes. 
He's got to learn early I, that, you know what, this this planet sucks. I, I think we go into a bigger question here. I think that she has the right to give him some sort of work, but it's called, like, cardboard box work. Well, I mean, hey, home is where the heart is. So you just grab that piece hey, of paper and you hey. shove it into his chest. Just like programming, he can work in a sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> and this got dark. Like, dude, Shadow out. Going to hell. Going to hell. Say, look, dark humor is just like food. Not everyone gets it. Still the same theme. Oh, that's so mean. All right, next question by Damoc. How do you know your memories are true? Fuck this question. I don't want to answer it or think about it. Um, Dear fucking philosophy. Because that voice from uh, the Portal game told me it was. They were. Uh, I, I would say because it was caught on camera. Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, Pixar might have filmed it. Yeah, I... I'm not going to get into this whole, like, theory crap, but yeah. It's, uh, if you want to talk about that, just do an episode on uh, Blade Runner all cyberpunk, and then you've covered that entirely. Mm-hmm. No one's come by and given me that test yet, so I know that they're true memories. You know what? You know what? These questions should be reserved, like, if the, when they fully, fully, full-on everybody legalized marijuana and edibles, that would be a question for <laughs> So, so I have a question. Did he just jump this jump this into the general pool, like end of show questions, or did he mean to run entire episodes off this? Because that's what some of these questions are. We may have to actually just make next week's episode show notes just be one of his questions, and we just start talking about it. Yeah, because some of these are really, really deep, and you can go on and on and on about. So next question by Damoc. Is Q just the, just the letter Q followed by four silent letters? Yes. C. Yeah, I got nothing. Si, <laughs> senor. No, I got nothing. I, I got nothing on this one. I mean, I mean, I literally got nothing. Right or wrong, I just picked the first little thought that popped in my head. Yeah, and and that's why that's where we get the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. That's because of you. You're that's... Ray in this quartet right now. Me? Oh yeah. Uh, how many random people's vacation pictures are you in? <laughs> Three. I think others shudder to think how many I've photobombed drunkenly. Um, well, how many continents? I th- I think we should probably narrow this down to with clothes on and without clothes on. I have no idea. I can answer that second part fairly well. The first one I might not be so accurate with. Which one? The clothes on you're not so accurate or clothes off? Clothes on. I'm not sure either, clothes on or clothes off. There's probably quite a few of both. Actually, now that you say that, I don't think I could be accurate with either one of those. I mean, I could give you a ballpark. Now, how many do I know I was in that I was sober? Well, I mean, how many vacations have you taken where you're sober? I've made it a point of mine ever since I've started going to Disney because of the annual pass to try to get behind like every time they try to take a photo just to kind of like stand behind that and just kind of walk by and just like give that evil kind of a look oh i thought you were about to say i make it a point to get rip roaring drunk every time i go to disney (laughs) no 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 i mean that's my goal oh yes that that is a good goal epcot would be the best the best place to probably do that because i got all the food and wine beer selections there (laughs) drunk no pants on and in disney yeah, next thing you know, you see Johnny Depp and the Pirates of the Caribbean. You jump out and you swim over to him, give him a big old hug. I love you, fucker. I'd do that. I'd love that, too. 
All right. Next question. Actually, here's here's one by uh, uh, by Lex by Ellie Xavier. Which came first, the game or the gamer? Gamer, hands down. Electricity. Taco Bell. The game. Mountain Dew. Before the game existed, there was no gamer. There was always people looking to play a game. Uh, children do it. They play tag. But did tag come first, or did the children playing tag come first? Oh, <laughs> we're, we're going deeper then. It was created simultaneously by the god Spaghetti Monster. But the thing is, is that I'm Spaghetti Monster. If you think of games as in like gamer, is, to me is a person who plays a lot of games. So whether it's playing a lot of tabletops like D and D. What about sports? The Coliseum. Forced gamers. <laughs> no, 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 those are athletes. Gamers are completely different, in my opinion. Gamers are people who play things like a lot of tabletop games. What do you What do you mean I'm not an athlete? Have you seen the muscles in this dumb? <laughs> <laughs> These are the index fingers of incompatibility. Have you seen my forearms? <laughs> I I look at people who play like tabletop games, arcade games, console games, computer games as being gamers. So I believe that the game had to come first before the gamer came about. I I, I mostly agree with that. I I see it as those those if we're talking about video games, the very first video games are Pong. Not even video games per se. Like you can count Dungeon and Dragon. Okay, so we can we can go back further. I I have a feeling that most games, things like what you'd play with your childhood friends, blackjack, running around like little idiots, are a, a descendant of some kind of more or less something that we developed as a species for like hunting. And that the Hunger Games, and then at some point, some of those that you know, it became less hunting for food, more hunting for fun. So I, I think that at the end of the day, what, what is a gamer? Somebody that has the spirit of wanting to do things, not for any self-preservation, not to further his personal goals, but something, something that they just want to entertain themselves. And I think the games are a result of that drive, that spirit to go out and do more than just lay around like my cats do. Lazy bums. Man, I didn't know that masturbation was such a great game. Well, it is. Damn. It's, it certainly <laughs> is. You're just not being creative enough. Twice a day keeps the doctor away. I'm actually going to go with Gamer. I think Gamer came first, and here's my logic around it. Every great game was thought up by somebody, and that person was somebody who wanted to play a game. A.K.A. a gamer. So I'm going to say the gamer came first. I agree, only because it works with mine. What came first, the chicken or the egg? The rooster! Actually, <laughs> we, we've got a couple more questions here, but I just got I just got another file sent to me. Uh, this is super weird. Like, I'm just getting these weird files sent to me. Let's, yeah, let's turn, it's weird. Let's turn this one up and we'll play this one quick. Hold on. <sighs> well. Zyber won't be joining you this evening. Is that Damoc? Sadly, he is currently... Oh my god, that is. ...indisposed. Fucking bastard. Not to worry, my friends. He will be returning. Mostly unharmed. He, he abducted Zyber. Once my shiny new OP seats arrive, 
I will definitely be cutting him loose. All of this infuriating whining. What, Zyber? What? What does he mean mostly unharmed? Oh man, I hope I hope Damoc didn't get a hold of that Magnum Sharpie. Uh I checked it was definitely in my cup at work. Oh god. But that is definitely his angry voice. I know it from experience. He gets angry at me a lot. He wants that chair. What about the backup Magnum Sharpie? Where's that at? Uh that was in the cage. I did see that as well. Man, we have two Magnums. He he does really want that uh he wants that seat. He's pretty pissed that Zyber got his before he did. Wait, is that why he left work so early today? I thought it was weird why he left. He did just kind of bolt out. Yeah, it was like around lunchtime. It's really strange. Wait, about how far is it to New York from us? Well, if he hopped on a plane, only a couple hours. Ooh, that's not good. Somebody should probably do something. We should uh, We should probably see if we can get in touch with OPC and see if we can get Damoc's chair. That would probably be the quickest resolution, because we all know the federal enforcement ain't doing much these days. <laughs> hey, guys. Guys, this guy's lost his shit. Yeah, we'll look at it. There's there's a shit ton of people that... Oh, fuck, was that yesterday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, OPC chair might get there first. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Talk about efficiency. That's well, right. let's, just all, uh, let's just all hope Damoc doesn't actually... Actually, kill him. We might need him back for uh, for after game night. Well, if he does, I think I just got promoted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're gonna get we're gonna get Zyber back. He's just you know he's gonna have like a he's gonna have to need like a special controller because he's only gonna have so many fingers. <laughs> he's gonna be a nugget. Oh. <laughs> you can you can still play with only these. Hang on, where's a controller? <laughs> All right, well, let's kick on to these last two questions here. We'll try to figure out where Zyber is, hopefully, by the end of the show. So, um, Stainsby Kingsby asks, would one of you who's never played a From Software game before be willing to take up the challenge of beating a Dark Souls game before Dark Souls Remasters come out in May? I've already played them, and I've already dealt with enough punishment. So, actually, this question was already answered in our Ask Your Questions uh, chat in our Discord. And Zyber actually said that he is taking up that challenge. He is going to try to beat, I think he said the original Dark Souls, uh, and try to beat that before it's released in May. Now, I, I can safely say I do not plan to take on that challenge. Uh, well, right now, I don't think Cyber can either. Well, I mean, it's saying that he survives. <laughs> well, if he does die, if Damoc does kill him, I guess I'll have to do it. I think if if Damoc does kill him, the Damoc has to take that mantle. I, I like that idea. Oh. He'd have plenty of time in prison. He would. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I played Bloodborne, and I, I pretty much pop in Bloodborne whenever I feel that I haven't been angry enough that day. I'll pop that in, and uh, that'll, that'll you know thirty, forty minutes of that. I'll fix it. I'll be I'll be as angry as I'm gonna get all week. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pass my uh, my thing is if I want to be angry, I go and play like uh, Battlefield Four for like twenty minutes, and then I hate my life. Yeah, hard pass, hard pass or soft pass. Oh, it's game so much fun. Uh, I'm gonna do a hard pass on this one. All right, hard pass. Hard pass. And the last question that we have is from Moonfat, and this is actually a super, super good question. Um, are video games still fun? 
been playing almost 22 years and I find myself less I find myself having less fun with games as days go by. So I've come to wonder, are video games still fun? This is a rather subjective question. I mean, it, 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 it depends. I mean, it's like, what type of games is he playing? Is he playing everything from tabletop to video games? Because, I mean, some games have, you know, kind of lost their luster. Some of the AAA are all about the, uh, as you know, microtransactions, first-person shooters, money, and just graphics. But, I mean, but there's such a wide variety. I mean, do you still like retro? Go back to retro. If not, do you like the you know, the indie scene? A lot of them are starting to concentrate more on really good gameplay or unique mechanics as opposed to uh, just the flashy graphics. I mean, I think they are still fun, but or you could be changing as a person and just not be, I mean, is something more striking your eye, like fishing or something? I mean, it, you know, it could be your taste of just changing. Uh, so I, I think this is a, a two-part like you're getting at. Um, so I talked about The Witcher earlier and how I dropped 130 hours into it. And I think part of why I was able to do that is because I was only dedicating roughly about two to three hours a night on it and then some weekend time. And I think that's he might be just suffering from burnout. And burnout is a significant thing. And some of it's, a lot of it's probably just the fact that there aren't as many fun games to play unless you want to play that online aspect. But for single players, they still are games to play. They're just fewer, but you also, maybe you're just in a burnout period and you need to step away for a couple months, maybe a year or two, and then go back and try it again. And that might be what this individual might need to do is to just step away, pick up a different hobby in the interim, something more constructive. Because I know for a while I had burnout. That's why I picked up photography. I needed a constructive outlet. And now I play video games for two, three hours a night. I have a hard cutoff time, 10 o'clock. I get off. I read up on news, I get on Reddit, I do some other things, I edit some photos before going to bed. But that that's how I do it. I don't play nonstop from the time I get home to the time I need to go to sleep three hours ago. Oh yeah, you totally get off. I do. I uh he's got a nugget in the back. I agree with you. I think uh, I think there is a, a bit of burnout there and it could be it could be just something as simple as that. Um I mean, I've been playing, I think Moonfat said, 22 years I've been playing. Well, I've been playing games for about 30, 31 years, and I've uh, I've had the luxury of playing straight up from, you know, the old Commodore 64s to the old uh, ColecoVisions and being play, being able to play straight up on through Atari, Nintendo, Super Nintendo. So I got to, I got to not only grow... I got to not only grow up in that era where video games were advancing, but I got to grow with video games as they were growing. And I actually found that, you know, when I'm playing, I'll, I'll bounce back and forth. Like right now, I'm on my PC phase where I'm playing a lot of games on PC. Um, about about two months ago, three months ago maybe, uh, is, is when I started jumping into that PC phase. I had been on the console phase prior to that, where I, I played a lot of console games. Um, and I go through just phases where I'll shift, kind of, I'll just glide from one area to the next, where I'll go from console to PC and then to handhelds, then maybe back to PC, then consoles. Uh, tabletop games like Pathfinder, Dungeons and Dragons, Vampire the Masquerade. And, uh, I love the White Wolf. Oh, yeah, I love White Wolf. Uh, those are always there in the background. Those are like the only constant that I have. But I think those games I don't play or I don't find so burnt out on because I don't play them nearly as much. 
and there's enough space out between them. So like Shadow was saying, take some time off. Um, or, I mean, I, maybe I'm just weird. I just shift focus to a different style of gaming. Like uh, That is true. Maybe this person should tell us, what are they burnt down on? What are they playing a lot of? And maybe we can send them a humble bundle. Of yeah, there might be something going on there. Maybe, maybe just going out and picking up the the latest Pokemon Sun and Moon two, Ultra Sun and Moon. Yep, I actually I'm playing Ultra Moon. I mean something like that, especially if they're not used to uh, like something like a Pokemon game. Maybe just playing something completely different, something simple, something outside of what they're doing that day to day stuff. Especially with Nintendo. Nintendo's good at this, where you don't have to be a gamer. You can just pick it up, and it's fun. And that might be what they need to do as well, just find something different. Maybe they're burnt out from the PS4 versus Xbox trying to one-up each other. And whether it be a handheld or or a console system, Nintendo has a lot of cool, quirky stuff that... uh... You know, they get to release that's kind of like outside the box. So yeah. Try some of that it stuff. also could just be something as simple as the genre of gaming you're playing is just not fun. There are so many great genres out there. I can remember for I got a good 10, 15 years, I pretty much played exclusively RPGs. Every RPG I mm-hmm. could find. Um, and I played, Christ, you probably couldn't name an RPG from 1989 till 2002 that I hadn't touched. That's what I'm it thinking. It might just be that it's it's burning out on that genre of game. I switched over to uh, about three, about three, three and a half years ago. I started getting burnt out on the games I was playing. I was playing a lot of Fallout Three. Um, I think Skyrim was out then. I, I was playing a lot. Of, I was trying to get back in RPGs. I was playing a lot of the the first person shooters, Nathan Drake stuff. I was just trying to find something that I really liked, and I was just finding that there was nothing that was really captivating me. And then I found a online social game that uh, I think a lot of people have played, but Destiny. I found that, and I found the social aspect of that game made the game more palatable. And it wasn't necessarily the game itself that was fun, but it was the people I was hanging with that made it fun. And that, in essence, made the game fun. So it might be, you know, I, I would say, hell, if you want to, Moonfat, come on the show. Let's talk about it. I'd, I'd love to love to chat with you. And see what your uh, what your kind of thought process is on it, but uh, yeah, that'd make a cool cool yeah. mini so with just a few of us and and uh, Moonfat on. That'd be kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, so Moonfat, if you're yeah. interested, bounce over, let us know. I'm curious. Maybe we could get to the bottom of this. I'm very curious to see what they've been playing and where where they feel like things could be different. I'm very interested in that. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to I'd have to say that what Cecil talked about with Destiny, the the community making the game, that sometimes has been what's saved me from being burned out on a game is playing with people that I enjoy talking to. Um that's how I've managed to um continue playing certain games is just because the people that I play with, I have so much fun doing it with them. As soon as I leave the group and I try to do something by myself in a game and like that it's usually when I start getting frustrated and I just like I, I, I'm done with this and I just move on well it's funny because um, recently we had a, a bit of an issue with the clan that I was in and uh, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, a, it's a bit of bullshit but I won't get into that but uh, I was actually I was I was kind of beat down by it to be perfectly honest because these were uh, it's a group of people that 
you know, I, I, I played with it. And the group of people that I'm with, we, we still stayed together. But it was, uh, you know, it was kind of, it, it was, it was kind of heart wrenching. It was really hard to, to for for all this stuff to go down. And to be perfectly honest, for, for ever since it happened, I've been really, really like kind of down in a rut on it, and that's that's been affecting you know my gameplay and and a lot of other things too. And I, you know, I I, I, I just think maybe I'm just a you know a weak individual or something. But it was just really, it was really getting to me. And uh, and a guy that's in the clan, Z Racer, he actually popped up a, uh, a a quick video that we had made forever ago in Destiny. We were doing a uh, we were doing a raid, and it glitched. the The whole raid glitched on on this one moment, and a you know a, an ultra or you know, whatever you want to call him, a captain or whatever the hell you want to call it, he uh, he glitched into a room that was supposed to be a safe room. So. As we're going to this room, you know, you can hear me calling out back, right, back, right. And we're sliding in this room and we're waiting because people are supposed to join us in this room. And all of a sudden this captain pops up right there. And I, I think I said, I think I said shnikes. I don't even know why the hell I said it, but I just was like shnikes. And, uh, and I think we wiped and we just started all cackling, laughing because it, it was just, I had no other way to vocalize and it was just funny how it all happened where we were just, we were getting in a good groove and then all of a sudden it just happened. And, and the only thing I could put out with was like a friggin' shaggy reference. And I, after watching that, I was looking at it like, you know what? All right. So, so some shitty stuff happened, but these are still the people that I was hanging with and you know, who cares that we had a bunch of work into something and, and it went to shit who cares because we're still here we're still talking we're still playing together and that's that's kind of the more important thing than anything else you know no no one person or no group of people can actually yeah you know, will 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 affect us that way and it's it's just really cool that uh little moments like that were still there so maybe maybe it is just a game maybe you need to find some people to play with and hell tell us what you play on i bet every one of us here will be more than happy to drag you through some sort of mud on a game well, I I assume uh, they're going to be fairly responsive. Um, heck, I think they just sent me a friend request in the middle of recording this. So, well, there you go. Cool. Yeah. So we will see. All right. Well, that's the last bit of questions that we have. So, uh, I guess. Thank you so much, people. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the questions. We always love answering them, even even the wacky ones. Well, most of them were submitted by the guy who kidnapped another person. So. Yeah, there is that concerned hey hey hey! he submitted his questions that 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 must mean he's not that bad of a person come on i'm i'm filling in for the abductee so the next now if we see a video pop up a video feed in that zyber is it gonna be zyber or is it gonna be damok in a zyber suit yeah, but you know what so what so he ab- so he abducted one guy so he might be torturing him so he might be flaying him alive and wearing his skin around like a weird zyber suit so what? He sent us a whole bunch of questions. It can't be all bad. Sugar water. Sounds like I'm going to get promoted by the end of this adventure. <laughs> well, D, tell people where they can find you at. They can find me uh, on my website, microbrewgamers, with a Z instead of an S, uh, .com. Microbrewgamers on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Twitch, and on the GNA podcast. Very nice. Shadow Fox, where can people find you at, man? 
Uh, so I have the website. It is up and running. It is MorganBS, like bullshit.com. So Morgan, like the common last name, bullshit.com. Or MorganBSPhoto on Instagram. That's where I actually do most of my daily postings and whatnot. Unless you get shadow banned because you did like 400 tags on like three different pictures. Yeah, I submitted a report about that. I don't I don't know what the hell happened there. I thought it was a great photo, too. I'm really disappointed how that turned out, but oh well. Blue Shark, where can people find you at, man? You can find me on Twitter at BlueShark45. You can find me hanging out in the GNA Discord um, as well. And then... Uh, I don't know if I'm going to start streaming again or not. I'm going to try. It's just a matter of finding gaming time. But when I am, you can find me mixer.com slash bluestark45 and twitch.tv slash the bluestark45. And I'm your host, Cecil Xavier. You can find me at Cecil versus Games on Twitter. You can find me on mixer and twitch at cecil xavier youtube cecil xavier pretty much everywhere else facebook everywhere else you can find me as cecil xavier except for on twitter for some reason i'm cecil versus games there don't ask me why i probably was drunk when i made it so a couple of quick things i want to pump into here before i say the last (laughs) final final thoughts here we've got some new stuff coming our way um you've noticed that we've been doing our game night more frequently we're going to try to make that a more frequent thing hope you guys join us we're doing those on saturdays about once every two weeks once every three weeks Um, we give away steam codes we are partnered with humble bundle now so we've got many more steam codes to give away so we hope to see you there we hope you join us as well as we've got the website up and running now i don't know if you saw that but we have gna in your dna.one or dot com or GNA Podcast, or thegnapodcast.com. Any one of those will lead you right back to our site. We're in our infancy now with it, but we're going to be building it up and making it better. So if you want to see something on there, if you want to see some improvements, let us know what you want to see. We'll make sure we get it up there. We're going to be selling some cool merchandise. And we've got some new logos coming. We've actually got a new logo by one of the gentlemen sitting here in this chat that I'm looking at, giving a little shit-eating grin smirk on his face. There he goes. (laughs) I made it! So we've got a new logo coming to coming soon. Um, hopefully we'll have that sent out before this episode drops, but maybe after the episode drops. So we've got a new logo. We've got some new artwork that uh, we're going to be putting out there on merchandise if you happen to want it. And we're also going to be giving away said merchandise on future giveaways. And I got a cool idea. Uh-oh. Every once in a while, if we can get hit certain, like, say, subscriber numbers, we could do something cool, like do like a live show, like video show. Where we dress Blue Shark up in a Blue Shark costume. And in a shark costume. I love it. It'd be like the left shark on that one, you know, concert. Eh. Like, someone will get me the costume, I'll wear it. Um, don't forget about Anime Night. <laughs> oh, yeah, Christ. Oh, yeah. We've got Anime Night going on, too. This is fantastic. We've started watching the anime Monster. Blue Shark has been hosting this guy out. Wednesday night, starting at 7 o'clock? Uh, 7.30, we... We, it's when we start the show. Like I've been starting it like 7.15. I usually get the room up and running. People can hop in, and then at 7.30, we start the episode. So 7.30, Wednesday nights, we go for about an hour and a half, two hours-ish, depending on... Depending on addiction, yeah. Levels. Depending on how, how far yeah. we're into it, and you know how, how balls deep we're in, and how much people want to go. We usually do... Blue Shark usually starts a vote uh, after the second or third episode. Hey, you want to go for another one? I'm gonna keep going until people complain. I believe there's a there's a bet going on there too. 
There is. There is a bet going on on what monster is going to turn out to be. Now, don't tell us. Damoc and I have a bet going on whether it's going to be supernatural or military experiments. If I'm right, I get a bottle of rum, Pirate. If he's right, he gets a bottle of Pirate. If neither one of us is right, Admiral Oreo gets a bottle of Pirate. Why? We have no clue. He's just going to get a bottle of Pirate. Because randomly mentioned his name. <laughs> We're just going to give him a bottle of Pirate. I'm just glad you guys didn't say if neither one of us was right, we got to send a bottle of Pirate to Uwe Bowl, because then I would have smashed a bottle over your faces. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, the way, the way I, I'm ahead by one episode, I think. Yes. And uh, the, when they made this bet, I was ahead by many episodes, and I was like, you know what? I think they're both wrong. But it's 74 episodes long, so I was like, you know what? Let's, let's just throw this in there. Like, if both of you are wrong, then someone else gets it, and it's not going to be me. Let's pick some random person. Admiral Oreo, <laughs> he gets it. He was in the chat at the he time. He was in the chat at the time. I know how it ends. I'm keeping my mouth shut. Not that I saw it, just I can't handle spoilers. But if I can keep my mouth shut, so can everybody else. Well, we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on uh, on iTunes. Reviews on iTunes help people find the show. So if you enjoy it, watch the show, or uh, let other people enjoy it too. Um, you can also find us on Android with Google Play Music or Podcast Addict or Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen. Wherever the hell else you want to find us. If you can't find us someplace, let us know. We will figure out a way to get hosted there. Except for Spotify. They're dicks. Basket full of dicks. You can follow us on Twitter at GNA Podcast. Uh, or join our Discord chat. Just see that pinned tweet. We're also on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Search at GNA Podcast. You'll find us there where we're also posting all of our event calendar stuff. So if you want to see what we're doing and when we're doing it, look there. If you don't want to look in our Discord, because we have all of them posted as we get them going we've started playing and hosting guests on our stream feed www.twitch.tv forward slash gna podcast and mixer.com forward slash gna podcast we also have the gna youtube channel where we try to get some stuff up there as well so just search gna podcast on youtube you'll find us there we're a proud member of the ninja pancake community uh, email us at gna podcast at gna and your dna dot one with questions comments death threats we don't care. We'd love to hear from you. Also, check out our website for updates and show news. www.gnainyourdna.one or .com or gnapodcast.com or thegnapodcast.com. Pick one of them. All these to the same spot. You know what we should do? You know that you can get those joke gifts, right? You can get the uh, those gummies that are literally a bag of dicks. They're dick-shaped. Yes. We should send a bag of those to Uwe Bowl. <laughs> That'd be oh, funny. Find the address. And, and, and the we'll uh, on the bag, it literally says, eat a bag of dicks. Bastard would probably enjoy them. Find the address. We'll do this. <laughs> probably <laughs> would. Or they'd make an appearance in one oh, of his shitty movies. Have a good night, guys. Night. Good night. Fluffy kitty. Good night.
you guys. It's dark in here. Are you there? Hello? Is anyone there? Oh god, it smells like that time in Mexico. What's going on here? Guys, this isn't funny. You can let me out now. <laughs> 